Hello all, this is Blonde-Haired Girl. So yesterday I went out to happy hour with my fifth child. Okay, so I have to explain myself. <laughs> For a time, I was married to somebody who had a daughter. And then I had a son and a daughter. And then we had a son together. So we had a child together. And then so we were a blended family which is a whole other topic that someday maybe I will do a podcast about. Anyway, they had a school friend. My girls had a school friend, and she did a lot with us. We took her on vacations. We, uh, she was spent the night at our house a lot. And she was... Like, one of the nicest people you would ever meet, this little girl. She was just, oh my God, beautiful. Still is. She's just absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, so we go and we have happy hour last night. And we're just talking about all, you know, gossiping and talking about all kinds of, (laughs) a lot of it garbage. But anyway, (laughs) and then we, she is a, she is an adamant, and this was just like the weirdest conversation. Um, she's an adamant conservative Trump voter. She really likes him. She likes Trump a lot. And so we get in the, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like it was really respectful, at least on my part. Like I wasn't offended by the things she was saying whatsoever. Um, and I don't know that she was offended by the things I was saying. Like, I feel like we were very different. We didn't, we're on different sides of the aisle. But it wasn't like this horrible argument. It wasn't like that. It was a, it was a debate, but it was a very respectful debate. And, you know, and she just presumes that I'm a adamant, Biden supporter, and I'm right now, I'm pretty perturbed with the Democratic Party. I mean, I really am. And, and so, but I had this really weird feeling the other day come over me that I'm not even saying is true. But I had this weird feeling that the Biden administration came up with this mandate knowing that it would fail. So they came up with the mandate knowing that it would never go through. The Supreme Court would end up um, like it would never pass because it's unconstitutional, knowing it was unconstitutional but wanting to please the Democratic base. This is like an idea that just came to mind for me. I'm not even saying it's true. I'm not. I, I, I mean, there's a really good chance it's not true, but it seems like a plausible idea. I mean, just this flip-flop. I mean, it wasn't it like, I don't even know how long ago it was that he said that that mandates mandating a vaccine is unconstitutional. Did he not say that? I mean, maybe he didn't, but I think he did say something that he wasn't going to do that because he didn't 
believe it was the right thing to do. And then, you know, he does this huge flip-flop, but also knowing that it was never going to fly. And and I'm also and 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 you know, in learning over the last two years especially that I I'm a lot more moderate than I could have ever imagined, but I don't know that I would ever be a Republican. Like, I don't think I could ever be a Republican at this point in my life. Just looking at the way that many Republicans behave. I feel like the way that I've seen, like, Mitch McConnell um, behave, he, like, in my observation, he is one of the most unethical people I've ever seen. Uh, that he, and the way they have rallied behind Trump, the way, you know, <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little all over the place because I haven't really, this was just a last minute thing for me to even talk about this, but for me, but she she just really loves Trumps and and it was so interesting to listen to her because she doesn't believe in a lot of the Republican agenda. She really doesn't. She was listing off all of these things. She believes in gay rights. She believes in legalized abortion, like not maybe as as long in a pregnancy as it is legal, but she doesn't believe that it should be illegal to ever have an abortion ever, ever, ever. I mean, she, she, she believes in a lot of things that, you know, because I, I talked to her a little bit about this theocracy. I didn't get into great detail because, you no, know, it was, it was challenging for me to, because she just wasn't really hearing it, what I had to say. But, my my issues with Trump have to do with Trump. It doesn't even necessarily have to do with the party. It has to do with him as a person and what I saw him doing. Uh, that he, at his rallies, he talked about punching people in the face. Um, he was, I mean, the first thing he got out and did was say, you know, that these rapists, these Mexican rapists, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, he, the, the reason why people think he's a racist is because he talks like a racist. He, he says these things, you know, and then I, I was talking to her about how he got on national television and told Russia to hack Hillary's emails. I mean, he asked a foreign government to involve in our election. On national television, it wasn't like a secret. It's like, <laughs> I mean, that along with, you know, he's the quintessential guy that would like put your put his hand up your skirt at a bar without your permission. Like the quintessential creepy guy. That's a, you know, and I, and I explained to her because she's really young. I said, look, I, I, I had a lot more history with this person than than you did because 
I had a whole, you know, 20 years of dealing with, I mean, he, he was just presented like this rich kind of entitled, like he was always in the news about something kind of ridiculous, you know, and then his show and you're fired and at the time, the way he treated Martha Stewart. <laughs> but now I'm not really sure about Martha Stewart myself. But I don't know. I just, you know, have this whole history, you know, with, I guess, him and men like him. Him and men like him. And I don't know if like men of a certain generation, I just, you know, I, I, I just, God, you know, and I was so reminded of this. I, I got out dancing last weekend with my son and friends and somebody had like walked up and I, I thought this guy was part of their party. Um, my, the friends that I had met there. I thought he was part of their party, but I'm not sure he was. But we had gone from one bar to another bar. And we we're, were at this other bar just for a little bit, maybe 30 minutes. And this guy is just the creepiest dude ever. This guy is like, I don't even think it was just me he was coming on to. I think he was coming on to one of the people we were with and she's married and he was like touching her body. And I was just like, he was so creepy. And I just full stop told him to get away from me. I mean, I started with my hand, like just get back, get away from me, you know, but he, he just kept coming at me and coming at me. I think he was really, really, really drunk. But that's the kind of, you know, this kind of guy who thinks that he's, you know, I don't even know what he's thinking. I don't even know what the guy's thinking. But, so, this was reminding me, I guess I'm mentioning this because it's reminding me of this, this issue with Trump, you know, and then, what people always want to say, you know, and my child, my fifth child included, was, but what about Biden? You know, what about Biden? Like, Biden's a creeper, too. And, and it's, that's, that's really not what I'm necessarily seeing. But, but. It's sort of like like comparing, comparing like, um, like I don't know how to describe this exactly, but it's like I don't know what to do with that. Like I'm not talking about Biden right now. I'm talking about Trump. Like why can I not just discuss him on his own demerits? You know, this is why I don't like him. This is why I don't like the Republican Party. 
And while I'll never be a Republican, I just, you know, and I, and I was asking her, you know, I'm asking her all these questions for, for what did he do? Because she was, she was doing the same line that a lot of Republican or Trump people talk about, you know, like, look at all that he did for the country. And I'm like, okay, what did he do? What exactly did he do? And she said that she was telling me among things she gave he gave like a lot more money to to colleges with black people like black colleges universities he gave a whole lot more money to them and then she she sent me this article and then she she had to make sure to let me know that that Biden had rolled these back and that Obama didn't give this much to black colleges. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I'm not really sure what the conversation was about. I think that sometimes... What happens to us is we feel the need to proselytize to reinforce our own beliefs. Because she's confronted with somebody, me, who she really respects. She really respects me. And I'm, because I do not like Trump, she is, she's, she's just wondering what to do with that her own belief. And I don't care if she likes Trump. I'm totally fine with her liking Trump. I have no, I have no, there's no point in me. I'm just describing why I don't like Trump. I'm not, it's like, you don't have to not like Trump. Like Trump all you want. But here's the thing that has me really, (laughs) is him running again in 2024. I watched this guy, Bill Maher. I I have watched Bill Maher for many years. I don't agree with everything the guy says. I'm just going to say that I'm, you know, I don't agree with everything he says. And sometimes he's like over the top. His humor is like, you know, way too, too far out for me. But he was given recently on one of his shows, he was talking about this where he is, he is getting rid of um, people who would oppose. Okay. He's getting rid of Republicans who are in office right now, making sure that they are not reelected so that, if he runs the next time and loses, he will find a way to still win. Because, and, and, and this is one of the things, she believes that, that, that Biden did not win this election. My fifth child, she, she's an adamant Trump supporter. She believes that that 
Biden did not win this election, that it was fraudulent. And I'm not sure what to say about that, because I'm not entirely sure that Trump won that the election before. I'm just going to be real about that. I don't even know how that happened. But, but Trump made this big to-do about it and had been talking about it for forever, that if I don't win this, it's a fraudulent election. And this is a strategy. And then, and then that thing that went down, the quote-unquote insurrection, I don't think people understand just how horrible that was. That they, that they stormed the Capitol. And he led that. He led that whole movement. Now, I'm not really sure what was going on with that because I was paying quite a bit of attention that day. Um, I was privy to what was happening before it even, like when it was stirring up. Uh, I was watching a whole lot of things and I I really feel like the people, some of the people that were there that day, the the senators and and representatives knew that this was going to happen. Uh, that they almost like led them in. Like let them in. Like it was like the weirdest um, thing that I was seeing. Like, and then afterwards they still had this vote and they, and they didn't, the people who were actually in there, like aside from Pence, Pence looked really upset. And I don't know, like, if people realize just just absolutely how horrific this thing was. But, like, there was a an erected noose. And they were screaming, hang pens. And I'm just saying, this is some weird stuff. This is really weird stuff that we've never seen at least in in my lifetime in in it's i don't know when we've ever seen anything like this in the you know the past that anybody actually could lay eyes on it for the last 100 years it's just weird and so this guy who led an insurrection could actually actually um, run for office again. And then he's going to do this thing where even if he loses, he somehow wins. This is a guy who like would try to change that he could just be president indefinitely. You know, kind of like, like the president of China. I'm just the appointed president, and I will be president until, you know, I die. I mean, I don't really, I don't know Chinese politics, but, like, yeah, 
So I don't even know what to think. Like, and frankly, the Democrats are just really ineffective to me. Like, I just, I, I think it's like the party itself is just a joke at this point. Like, and then just how they've caved on, you know, I've been so disappointed with how they have handled this, um, these mandates and masks and vaccines and the whole West Coast is just, um, it's just, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do because I, I will know by the end of the week if I got a position. <clears throat> I haven't asked anything about the vaccine. But I feel very confident that this is a state where they're going to require me to have this vaccine. So I would, I would have to make the decision if I'm going to have the vaccine so that I could go. And it's it's been on my mind, you know, and I've just kind of gone back and forth about it. You know, in that I I really believe that our bodies are so much more complex in the sense of, of our beliefs about it. And so believing in my own body's ability to even handle the vaccine effectively. Because it kind of feels like the path of least resistance for me to just take the vaccine so that I could take this position if I really want it. And so... um. I'm not really sure, like, what I will do. <laughs> I'm really not, but, but I can say that that I have been really, you know, because the, the state and 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 the people that are there are in agreement with how things are going. That people who do not want to take this vaccine. Are, their rights are being taken away. I've, I've heard in some places that if you don't have the vaccine, you can't buy food. So they are forcing people into taking the vaccine um, So, or starving, basically. This is madness. That is just madness to me. I don't really know what's going on in the world. I'm just going to say, I, I really don't know what's going on. Um, I feel like for me personally, it is kind of me caving on my values because I value freedom. I really do. I value freedom probably above anything. And so, And so I'm sitting here going... I really believe that people should be able to do what they want to do. 
And I'm not referring to like things like traffic laws, or I mean, I'm not talking about anarchy, like, you know, but to take an injection or not take an injection. And, and the science has gotten really weird on this thing. And will these variants ever stop? Are these variants ever going to stop? Or are there going to be booster after booster after booster after booster after booster? I mean, when will it end? I'm just saying. You know, and this isn't the first, you know, like virus that we've ever had. You know, I remember like, I can't, I can't tell you, N1H1, you know, and then they came out with this vaccine and at first people were lined up to get it and then it just really tuckered out. But this one has taken hold. And I don't think it's necessarily because it's more deadly or anything. This one has taken hold so that we can, this is just my opinion, I'm not saying this is truth, but it just feels like this one has taken hold so that the government can dictate and and, and there's so many things that have happened during this time, you know, that one of the things that, that my, my, my fifth daughter, <laughs> my fifth child had said yesterday was all these businesses that have got under. In the state that I'm looking to move, 47% of small businesses went under during the pandemic. And, and I'm not sure that isn't the truth everywhere. So I've been hearing about this, um, a lot of people moving to Tennessee. <laughs> and, you know, I'm almost thinking about it myself in the sense that I had heard that I'm thinking it was the governor of Tennessee who has basically undone everything that has been done to the point of also, because here's another thing. If your employer fires you because you won't get a vaccine, you cannot file for unemployment. I find that unbelievable unbelievable i i think that that is the most unethical like it's just unbelievable to me um but in tennessee he's trying to change that that if they fire you because you haven't had this vaccine that you can file for unemployment So he's basically undoing all of these laws that are being done right now. 
and and I'm I'm it really appeals to me. <laughs> I'm just like maybe I'll move to Tennessee. <laughs> I'm kind of laughing. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I will know by the end of the week if I got the position, and I'm not sure if I'll take it or not. If they require a vaccine, I don't know. Don't know what I'll actually do. It's not even just the vaccine. <clears throat> and then the booster. It's like, I feel like if I move there, it's not just the vaccine. It's not just, okay, now I'm vaccinated. You have to be fully vaccinated. You have to take every booster shot that comes out. It's like, I don't know, when does it end? And so this would this would look like I'm like I'm a Republican, but I'm really not not a Democrat. I'm not, at this point I'm not a Democrat or a Republican, you know. And then she she was saying, you know, well, no other party is ever going to be effective, and I don't believe that's true. <clears throat> I mean, Bernie Sanders is proof. That if you were to get a a viable candidate, somebody who was really compelling, a third party is viable with the right candidate, as in somebody who would be as as I guess charismatic. I'm not really sure what Bernie Sanders had that people love so much. I really don't know. Maybe it was just his sort of, he was a little bit like anti-government in a way. Like, I don't know, like more government funding and less government interventions. I don't know. Um, But because I really don't know what he was standing on. But he was incredibly, you know, I still get people saying that we could have had this instead of that. And that was, what, six years ago? That was six years ago. And his followers are still in his camp. So if you had the right person at the right time with the right message, there could be a viable, especially with all the young people, that I don't really believe that they are necessarily... Um, as Republican as they think they are. When they start to open their mouth um, and they start to talk about things, they're not as Republican as they're saying they are. They're not Democrat for sure, but they're... And so I don't know. We're just going to have to see how this thing goes down. But I just thought it was an interesting conversation. <laughs> I had um I had done a um a conversation with um actually my children a few a couple of years ago it was before the last election and I didn't publish it or I published it and then I 
I unpublished it almost as fast as I published it. But I really would like to talk to more young people, even maybe in my podcast, about these things because I think they're really, it's interesting to listen to them because they just, they're sort of in this like totally different reality where they, it's like they, they don't see racism. They, they like, they're not racist. Their friends aren't racist. Like they're like, what is race? Like, it's like, they just don't even think in these terms and like, They don't have any trouble with gay people or trans people or, you know, they just, they identify however they identify and they just like live and let live. I mean, they're just, you know, they're so interesting to me, just, and they kind of are the future. Well, they are. And, and, and I think, I think sometimes, you know, we get locked into the past, like older people like me, we get locked into the past and, and it's harder to change our viewpoint. I mean, it really is like, but our, but our young ones are just so much more progressive and I don't know, they're just so interesting to talk to, but anyway, so I just wanted to share, uh, that, little tidbit of I don't know maybe nothing (laughs) anyway I appreciate you listening and I will be back with other ideas and that's a wrap